and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and I believe that God wants to fill up heaven. He wants everyone to be saved, including you. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, And the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it, and then the end will come. That's the gospel, the good news of Jesus' true salvation. I pray that as you hear this message, it will encourage you to read the Bible for yourself. Seek the truth. Ask God to open your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what His Spirit is trying to tell you. The episode will begin after a short message. What is the kingdom of God? How do you get in? We pray for God's kingdom to come on earth as it is in heaven. It's God's ki- is God's kingdom already here? Actually, yes, it is. Every time a sinner repents of all their sins and invites Jesus into his or her heart, that's another small piece of God's kingdom that comes down from heaven. Each new born-again believer immediately becomes part of the family of God. They become a child of God. The phrase kingdom of God is found 254 times in the New Testament. That's in the New Living Translation, which just happens to be my personal favorite. And the kingdom of heaven is found 161 times in the New Testament. The the one thing you need to understand is the kingdom of God is not a religion. Jesus didn't die on the cross so we could have religion. The kingdom of God is actually a government, a type of government. Jesus is the king, the monarch. It's a monarchy. The king makes the laws, rules, commandments. We are brought before him when we break the laws, and then he passes judgment. By ourselves, we are sentenced to eternity in hell apart from God. That's perishing. The good news is that we have the option to be saved by God's grace. Freely given so that no one can boast. You can't earn it. No way. That's why Jesus had to die. Religion doesn't get you into the kingdom of God. You can only get there through Jesus. He told us, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. That's John 14, 6. Where did the kingdom start? Well, the kingdom of God started in the Garden of Eden, but Adam and Eve screwed it up. Yeah, we all know that. God gave them one law, one rule that they that had they obeyed, well, the world would be so different. God also gave mankind free will, the ability for us to choose right from wrong, because man chose to be like God. The whole world was cursed. Then we read from Genesis 3, 22 to 24. You can read all chapter, uh, chapter 3 of Genesis. It tells you the whole sordid story. But uh, verse 22 through 24 reads, Then the Lord God said, Look, the human beings have become like us, knowing both good and evil. What if they reach out, take fruit from the tree of life, and eat it? Then they will live forever. So the Lord God banished them from the Garden of Eden, and he sent Adam out to cultivate the ground from which he had been made. After sending them out, the Lord God stationed mighty cherubim to the east of the Garden of Eden 
and he placed a flaming sword that flashed back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life. So, well, basically, God shut the door on the kingdom of on the kingdom on his kingdom. You notice that God says us. That's God the Father, along with Jesus and the Holy Spirit, the Trinity. So the earth is cursed, and God shut the door and kicked Adam and Eve out of the garden. But our hope is that through Jesus Christ, we have our place in God's house. The door to the kingdom was opened when Jesus was born. Or I should say it was opened again when Jesus was born. Actually, it's not really again since it it wasn't shut. Oh, well. (laughs) Jesus told a lot of parables that started with, the kingdom of heaven is like. Here are three short ones. Uh, And I'm reading from Matthew Matthew chapter 13, um, starting with verse 44. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that a man discovers hidden in a field. In his excitement, he hid it again and sold everything he owned to get enough money to buy the field. 45 reads, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant on the lookout for choice pearls. When he discovered a pearl of great value, he sold everything he owned and bought it. Then we have the parable of the fishing net. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a fishing net that was thrown into the water and caught fish of every kind. When the net was full, they dragged it up onto shore, sat down, and sorted the good fish into crates, but threw the bad ones away. That is the way it will be at the end of the world. The angels will come and separate the wicked people from the righteous, throwing the wicked into the fiery furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Do you understand all these things? Yes, they said, we do. Do you really? Well, first of all, there is no such thing as purgatory. If purgatory exists, then Jesus died for nothing. Okay, think about that. That fiery furnace that Jesus talks about is hell. There are two choices, heaven or hell. No in between. Jesus told us in John 14, chapters 1 through 3, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my father's home. If this were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. Okay, and Jesus is not in purgatory because it doesn't exist. Jesus can come back for his born-again believers to snatch up snatch us up into heaven any day now. That's the rapture. How is Jesus going to find you when he comes back? Are you ready? Are you going to get left behind? That's a question you need to ask yourself. What does it mean to live in God's kingdom now while we are still on earth? Living in God's kingdom today means seeking his face, seeking the gospel truth. If we put God first, everything else in life will fall into place. Jesus assures us in Matthew 6. You can read all of Matthew 6 and explains it all there. But we read from um, verse 31. So don't worry about these things, saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly Father already knows all your needs. 
Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. So it, it's really simple. Seek the kingdom of God first in your life. Obey his commands. That's what living righteously means. And God promises to give you everything you need. Moreover, notice that it says everything you need, not everything you want. Seek God's will for your life. It may be totally different than what you thought you'd be doing. Read the Bible every day. I start my day praying and reading the Bible. I use the YouVersion Bible app. I love it. It's free and it has lots and lots of Bible study and devotional plans to help you to get to know God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. You can search for exactly what you need to understand. You can connect with friends and even pray and study with them. That's my morning routine. As I'm getting ready for bed, I use another free app, Through the Word. And um, I listen to lessons on one or two chapters in the Bible. I love it because it explains each book of the Bible chapter by chapter in a way that anyone can understand. It was Pastor Chris Langham that finally got me to understand the book of Revelation. It was eye-opening. Wow, it makes sense to me now. When you have the Holy Spirit in your heart, he acts as a lie detector. It may be a subtle nudge or a burning feeling that what you're reading or hearing is not right. It's not the truth or it's something that you shouldn't be watching. That's why we're told to ask questions and search for answers in the Bible. The Holy Spirit is truth. He cannot lie. If you want to reap all the benefits of salvation, including the one way, nonstop, ticket to heaven, then believe, repent, be baptized, and receive the Holy Spirit. Remember, I said this yesterday, and I'm going to keep repeating this. Jesus is the door. Repentance is the key. Baptism is the water that cleanses us, and the Holy Spirit refines and purifies us. So pray this prayer humbly and wholeheartedly. Dear Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner. I believe you died for my sins. Please forgive me. Right now, I turn from my sins and open the door of my heart and my life to you. I confess you as my personal Lord and Savior, and I will follow you for the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Read from Colossians 2, verses 6 through 7. And now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Not a church. Not, not a priest. Let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. So if you click on over to my blog, there's some next steps in your new walk with Jesus. And I tell you, this is, this is my life verse and the good news about the kingdom will be pre preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it, and then the end will come. That's Matthew 24, 14. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you realize that I don't want you to be left behind. Jesus said in Revelation 3, verses 20 through 22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. 
Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. If you have any comments or questions, please feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. Make sure you download my favorite free Bible study apps, YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. These will make it easy for you to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. Oh, and don't forget to hit the subscribe, ah, the subscribe button, then the share button. The good news of Jesus Christ is meant to be shared. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.